You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! signify what did that signify the beginning the beginning of the 200s the beginning of the 200s what is in store for 100 well 99 episodes of us being us gradually getting older and weirder i can't fucking wait you know how i'm gonna ring in the start of the the 200s well let's hear it oh my (laughs) god you got you got the trooper toys out man Wow. That was by request. The the racking the racking of the slide by request. Here we are. Wow. Yes, yeah, the racking of the slide. That's Dry like fire. It's like almost like trying for the will. Exactly. Or taming of the shrew. <laughs> or something. Do I sound like I'm in a tin can or do I sound okay? No, you sound okay. And uh, uh only reason I'm asking is because we have a funny story. Because you're in right a tin can. <laughs> I'm actually in well, I, I work at a place that uh, has many 55-gallon drums, and I managed to slowly steal pieces of a 55-gallon drum from my job. It's really cool. You know, you know that Johnny Cash song where he steals, what, like a Cadillac one piece at a time? You're you're stealing a hydrogen bomb one, uh, one yes. piece at a time from your job. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, uh, I shipped uh, like 28, like uh, over $100,000 worth of Kevlar the other day. That's awesome. sick. To uh, to uh, not this country, so people, everyone else is ma- everyone else is uh, trooping up. You know, everybody else is doing the juvenile thing. Maybe the hot boys are involved. You mm-hmm. know, people got their trooper toys out. I love that term, trooper toys. Trooper toys. Ever s- yeah, because it was the five the the nine hundred one thugs, right? The finest rap group to come out of the southern rap scene. I'm gonna see if I can find that song. <clears throat> it's called uh, "Get Them Boys," right? And my God, they're so good. My phone is plugged in. Hold on. Uh, 
We're not ready for this. You know what? I'm not going to fucking... Because there's a song that is uh, much more important, and I think that we have to talk about this immediately. Um, It's funny. We're doing that thing where we haven't released uh, episode 200, but we're already recording episode 201. Correct. We were tired of waiting, and I think... uh, I was just really tired of waiting, and yeah, I think Andrew was too. Yeah, I like I, I I looked at our Skype history. We haven't actually recorded like this in like a month. Now, granted, we saw each other and recorded in person, but still, yeah. like fucking Jesus. <laughs> November. It was the last time we recorded. Yeah. Then we did. Then we did Zencaster for a minute. Oh, um, that's right. Yep. Zencaster is like a woman that we screw. Like why? Like we forget that it's a really bad idea to have sex with this person. <laughs> And because there are people like that in my life, and uh, then we we do it again, and it's like the it's like way it's always worse than the last time. Once a year in July, you're like, oh well, you yeah, know. it's Fourth of July. I've had a few beers, so have you? She's I had really many, many beers. Andrew, Andrew, you're impl- the implications yes. of what you're talking about. Yes, the implications are uh, are dire, dire implications. <laughs> I went to a 4th of July party, and I expected there to be BBWs there, but instead there was a BBW there. And That's right. God damn it. BBW, big hit. Yeah, people gonna, uh, people seem to really like that one. People love BBW, people love Double Back, and uh, we're, we intend on, uh, because, because we are who we are, we intend on driving those jokes into the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait. Um, How the will they come into play tonight? I can only imagine. Oh, you know what? Uh, I already tried uh, once, but uh, there's much more important things to talk about. Andrew, it's Christmas. It is. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Christmas. Time I still haven't shopped. Price. It is, what, the Thursday before Christmas? My yeah. gift to you, Andrew, is song. Are you ready? Uh it seems like I'm this happening regardless. Oh, here we go, Andrew. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, hey, you give it away. I love when people vamp like they're like yeah. turned into their own song during karaoke. I'll give it to someone special. I Maybe think you, you attend too much karaoke. It's Last Christmas, I gave Come you on, you know the words. Heart. Come on, very next day you gave it away. You know who you are. This year to save me from tears, I'm gonna give it to someone special. Maybe somebody here tonight. <laughs> What's up, Obar? <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Tip your bartender. Two dollar Jello shot. It's like when the the karaoke guy does a song since nobody's signing up. Oh yeah, exactly. This is a totally it. Hey guys, to make sure to tip your bartender, instrumental break, 40 seconds. <laughs> Oops, wait, those aren't the words. <laughs> oh, I keep my distance, but you, I can't read, really, I can't do this. It's a terrible bit. I'm losing my touch. It's awful. We we had a good 200 episode run. Yeah. It's over good. now. I thought my Christmas karaoke bit was going to be so great. Well, you died on the vine. <laughs> I really did. Hey, that never happens. Maybe time now maybe we should change and do um like a different podcast maybe a podcast just about um like military weapons <laughs> that'd be a really strategy. weird left turn yeah it would be great there we go i'd be like oh because we could just do a podcast called left turn it'd be funny if we started a podcast about military weapons a really serious podcast <laughs> How many episodes do you think it would take for our hardest core fans to be like, 
I guess this isn't a bit. I guess this is just what they do now. No. What is this? We have ride or die fans. Yeah, we got a and couple. Are, and there are many. I appreciate yeah. the hell out of them. Appreciate the hell out of all you guys. Thank you for listening, for growing with us as we've grown without you or with you. Um, my God. You know, like a great sports team or something. We're just dishing it out and you're taking it in. We've lost some people along the way. For sure. Like a, we should have a through the years, like people, like <laughs> people who have decided not to listen to us, like show like the Patreon unsubscribes, like through the years. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally fine. Hey, we're still we're still covering our nut. That on was the Patreon. one. Uh, that was the one fun thing with the friend zone is you got to watch people catch a case and vanish, which was uh, which happens. was neat. It still happens. Oh God. They're still going strong. Shout out to the FZ. It's become, it was, um, I loved that it went, it definitely aged well because people now are just like friends. Yeah, <laughs> it I've, really, it I've really noticed that. It is a friend zone. It's just like, hey, oh, I'm, you know, and like, whereas like people would, I mean, we've, we got rid of the trolls, which is great. And then, uh, but people will actually have good advice, and people are, are um, have it with a twisted, weird sense of humor, and the people in there are very fucked up. But it's nice. So shout out to the FC. Do we have a friend zone relationship yet? No. Yes, I think we do. I think oh, we have a couple actually. Or at least people who have met with please people who have met there and have uh, rubbed their bodies together. I assume we'll be getting an invite happens. to the wedding, right? No, no, we're, you know, they, fast, you know, as fast as they found us, they left us behind. Or they blame, they'll blame us. Yeah, that for, sounds for right. Woe. I had no idea that uh, this person I met on the internet in a chat, in a group about a podcast would turn out to be such a bozo. Yeah, it's all your fault. was a real schemer. I had no idea. Yeah, he was always running, trying to run game. You know, I had a sugar-free Red Bull on an empty stomach, and it is really screwing with me right now. Hold oh, on a second. All right. It's not all right. I mean, that's not, it's not a great choice, but, you know, it's all right. We are professionals. I'm, I'm drinking uh, whiskey neat on an empty stomach right now, so My in God. about 27 minutes, this should get real wild. Oh, I love that. I love when we, I think that one of the highlights of... <laughs> I have a funny story that I'm going to tell right now. Oh, perfect. You remember the No Remorse song, I Hate Your Face? Yes. I typed the N-word into YouTube search. You are absolutely and, on a list now. And then you called, so I put the phone down and talked to you. <laughs> and I just Jesus And Christ. I just looked at my YouTube history, and it just has the N-word <laughs> in it. I was like, God damn it. You were going to get us kicked off a of fucking Patreon before you know it. <laughs> I was like, screenshot, send to all my family members. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I need help. Merry Christmas. I'm a virulent racist now. That's my (laughs) gift to you. I think that we will purge this, uh, the veins of this nation uh, from the impurities that foreigners bring or something. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I'm just I'm just kidding, guys. I God, wish before. I had uh, I wish I had time to have made those cards before Christmas. It'd be fun to send out. What the the uh, the merry Cl- merry Christmas from the virulent racist. Merry Christmas from the wall. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just you and I and a and a, like a like a big swazi behind us. Like, like hard surprise. hats putting up a fucking wall in the in the desert. 
The best. (laughs) We volunteered. (laughs) That would be actually be the funniest thing. Then I know that some people wouldn't get it. Yeah. And a lot of people wouldn't get it. But Merry Christmas. My father would love it. (laughs) Merry Christmas from the wall. One brick at a time. You know, Uh, that sounds like a, that sounds like the name of like a white power song. One brick at a time. Did, uh, did your father, uh, contribute to the GoFundMe for Trump's wall? No. And I fucking, I can't wait to talk to him about it. Cause this, I'm really going to be like, yeah, when are you going to admit that this guy, (laughs) like you have a Trump 20, he has a Trump 2020 hat that he tried to hide from me. Did I tell you this? Did I tell you this story? I think you may have. I, I, I told you this know. story at the bar, but I'll tell yeah. everybody now. My fucking father, God love him. I really love him. He's the best. My father's the fucking best. Did a lot for me. Made me gave me a really fucked up head, but other than that, uh, everything's great. We're actually coincidentally on the same medication right now, so he always calls me for tips. Oh, and I'm Christ. just like, take your meds. And he's like, I don't like them. They give me an upset stomach. I was like, take them at night. He's like, you can do that? Yes, yes, you can do that, 1950s dad. Are you sure? It doesn't say anything about it in the uh, in the instructions. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't list every eventuality of uh, yeah. taking the medication. I was like, you're on the computer all fucking day. Why don't you Google it? Jesus. He's like, oh, okay. Huh. But he, um, <laughs> I went to, I had to move his car because uh, he blocked me in because he's a dick. And, um, <laughs> He moved his car and he had a Trump 2020 hat on the seat in the passenger Unreal. seat. Unreal. And I went in and I said, what is this? And he's like, oh, what? You know you know my stance. You know my political stance. We don't talk about it. So why are you bringing it up? It's like all defensive and weird. And I was like, "You, where did you get yeah, this? Yeah, where does one even get that? I'm so confused. Like, did you go to the mall and have it embroidered? Is this your idea? And like, nobody wants it. Republicans don't want this. Like you, it's you. It's literally you. <laughs> it's like it's it's you and nine drywallers in New Mexico. Yeah, like it's you. Like what? What weird fucking mountain, like fucking militia organization did this your twenty dollars go to? Who they have your information now? It's wild. I like how we set up a hotline so you can compliment him. I thought I think that's a really good idea. Is that a real thing? Some, he did. He set up a hotline. Where in order to make a donation, you have to first call a one eight hundred number, and you have to leave a message, oh, that's so and good. then you'll be then you'll be forwarded to uh, like a like a call center where they'll take donations. Call center almost certainly not in the U.S. Almost certainly staffed by people of color, for sure. Taking donations for Trump, it's what a what a. What a wild world, as Cat Stevens said. It's like when you uh, you call fucking IK Multimedia because you're having a problem with their software, <laughs> and it's some <laughs> dude who picks up in Bangalore who's like, "Hello, this is Chris. How can I help you?" Like, Hello, this you, is... you sound weird, Chris. What are you doing? Hi, this is Stan. How <laughs> can I? Oh, thank you for calling. How, how may I... I assist you how today? How may I help you today? I like the women who I like calling National Grid because it's always somebody's like who has kind of like a sassy attitude, mm-hmm. but they'll also like, like, thank you for calling National Grid. My name is, you know, like Wanda, whatever. My name is like, like Christine, and, but it's always like somebody really like I can so now that I work with people who are from the West, the West of New York, West of Albany, Ugh. people who come from central New York, which is known as the Midwest to us, they're totally like. Thank you for calling National Grid. This is Christine. How may I help you? 
I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Smell cigarettes fucking blowing through the phone. I had to call them because they had didn't. I got the shit switched over to my name and they didn't bill me in two months. And I was like, uh, yeah, you guys haven't bi- like sent me a bill. Uh, you guys haven't billed me. I went online and it, it's uh, everything's up. And they're like, well, well, what's your account number? Blah blah blah. And she's like, oh, geez, thanks for being honest. <laughs> and I was like, okay. like what you wouldn't have gotten me? Like it's like, like are you yeah, kidding me? Like. Oh, I wait seven months and get like a $2,800 bill. That, that's a great plan. Super good. <laughs> like, no. And uh, another, she was like trying to like cut up with me a little bit. And then she added the blue. This is the best part. She's like, you got a really low voice. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm... I was like, where do you live? She's like, yeah, I live on Erie Boulevard in Syracuse. And I was like, where? She's like, uh, this place called The Lost Horizon. Oh, Wow. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, I rent, uh, rent the upstairs. I'm the person who's lived upstairs the whole time. Were you there for Earth Crisis' first show? I don't think so. I heard it through the floorboards. <laughs> I was the one who called the cops on the Fugazi show. Oh, my God. I was at the Fugazi show. The one right? Fugazi show in Syracuse <laughs> ever that he cut short because the bouncer pushed like some n- little Nerf ball kid like 90 pounds to the ground. Oh, Jesus. And Neon Makai was not having it. And they played a very fun and dickish move. They, they, people drove from all over to see them, right? Played a 20-minute set and left. That's so good. <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, due to the asshole, it's like, it was like an Axl Rose moment. He's like, due to the bullshit security, we're out we're of here. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, like, they just played everything way too fast and left. That was like, perfect. Great. You know, speaking of Axl Rose... I sent Whoa, you the photo. Did you see that fucking photo. Yo, anyone who hasn't Ooh, seen this yet, wow. you gotta fucking you gotta Google Axl Rose and Mickey Rourke. It is like it is a next level image. It's very scary because it's like um, when you age around your plastic surgery. He also lost a bunch of weight too, which, but he also has like a uh, like a Crispin Glover haircut. Yeah, like I always say this: rich people usually like have handlers, right? Right, uh, you're like at least somebody around them who could or be like, "Yo, stylist. what's happening?" Like, I definitely like him wearing the white suit in the fucking Paradise City video. Definitely not his idea. Yeah, like it was awesome and good on him for fucking wearing a white suit. But like, well, it was like a white jean, like tuxedo or whatever. But like, it wasn't his idea. So like, where are those people now? Because he's wearing like a like a green. He looks like he looks like fucking. What's his face? Thurston Moore. Yeah, it, 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 he looks like <laughs> he's, he's lived on a diet of salt for for <laughs> yes. nine years. He just looks like that guy that you like if you work like an office job. It's like it's like oh, there's there's uh, like Adam in the back. He's been, he's worked here for twenty eight years, and he'll let you know about it. Like oh, and he knows everything about everything, but he hasn't. He won't get a raise. Like he's just such, he's such a weird worm. Just waiting for even... him to fucking quit. Yeah, like oh well, Adam, you know he's not the most hygienic and. um yeah, the thing with Clarissa a couple of years oh, ago. We don't talk and, about that. Yeah, he always parks in the wrong place. Like, he does all this little shit that annoys your boss, so you'll never get a raise. But it's he's like a, like a far less far less charming Dwight Schrute. And Dwight Schrute's not charming. Dude, I, like... It's a really it, dated re- office reference for everybody. Yeah, I, I refuse to engage on that. Um, <laughs> the fucking... Yo, you like the office, man? Uh, yo, I, I see people often... 
I'll get on the train going in or out of the city, you know, at like somewhere like around rush hour. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some fucking put out looking person watching the office on their phone on the train. <laughs> it's <know>. unbelievable. <laughs> you should kill yourself. It's unreal. You I should started, oh, bite I down know. on the fucking cyanide stop. pill hidden in your fake tooth. It's fucking unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, you know, that really, uh, as, as usual, you're bringing me back to reality because I, I, um, last week I was feeling a little down, so I started watching, like, binge watching episodes of The Office. Got it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta cut that out. Uh, I went online, online. I went on my, on, I went on Netflix with the best of intentions to watch the new Norm MacDonald show, which I, I think is very good. But I saw The Office, and I'm like, oh, I haven't watched that in, like, a long time. Like, since it came out, you know? And I thought that Daryl was a funny guy. Um, I hate rom-com stuff, so, like, the whole Jim and Pam through line was just had nothing... I, could, that I don't didn't care at all. Um, James Spader was really good in that, I thought. So I was like, yeah, what the fuck? And I was like... I was like, watched two seasons in one night, and I was like, what? Whoa, oh, this is so bad. <laughs> like, this is not great. What? And my life isn't great. I was so saying, what I the do, fuck I, are we going to do with you right now? <laughs> this is I'm like, fine. this is a cry saw, for help. You saw me. I was in fine shape, man. We spent the whole day together driving around. It reminded me of us driving around in the van together. It man. did. Yeah, we, it was yeah. pretty similar. Because <laughs> we, we kept doing these things. We did this thing where we were looking for thumbtacks. So, oh us my being us, God. we went to six different fucking stores <laughs> looking for thumbtacks. Because teaser, not spoiler, teaser alert. Well, you've already seen you've it. already seen it. It's mm. fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, those the tacks that were shown prominently were, um, were originally supposed to be tacks, and then we we settled on pins. But it was the it was the map trying to find that map that didn't even factor into the end fucking product. It was like just straight window dressing. It was like a six hour journey. <laughs> we went to the Walmart way out of town. We're like they got. I love we got that weird logic where they're like. They've got to have a map. Yeah. We're, like, we're at the yarn store, and we're like, let's just check if they have a maybe, map. Maybe they've got a map here. Who knows? <laughs> I know. It's a yarn <laughs> store, you dick. It was awesome. And I think one of the best, uh, but the best part of it was Mike the Waiter. <laughs> Mike the Waiter, for God. <laughs> Mike the Waiter. Wow. Yeah. He, um... So we managed to go to Outback Steakhouse, not once, but twice during the filming of this uh, yes. this whole thing, which I'm not proud of, but... Uh, Triumphant? Yeah. I felt like I felt like Superman after I ate that steak. I definitely needed some iron. I felt terrible after I ate whatever the fuck it was I ate. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah, I, I felt good, and then I had the baked potato, and then we were both like... We had big plans to do like a bunch of like recording that night, and then we're like, nah. I'm, we're, we're the good. funny thing, I went back and I looked at the footage we took in the basement. I look so ill. Like, I, it is it is so clear I wasn't doing well. And I, I was feeling fucking terrible. But, like, I didn't think it'd be visible. But, like, just looking at myself on screen, I'm like, yo, you look like straight shit. You're, well, you're looking you're, awful. You're standing, I mean, you're standing next to me. And, I mean, let's be honest. It's, it's I mean, yeah, there's, there was no well, way I was going to look good here. No, no. I mean, it's like, um, if I was standing next to uh, Charles Atlas... Remember Charles Atlas? Bigly. Huh. He's the guy who tri- uh, tried and failed to break a c- the unbreakable, unbendable comb. Remember the, uh, the old unbreakable combs? Oh, yeah. This is a big claim to fame. I love, I love obscure facts. And as you might have gathered from the last 200 episodes, 
Charles Atlas was a strong man, and he lived a life of ill repute. And he died of untreatable advanced gonorrhea. Is that right? But, you know, when you are that good looking, um, and you, you better be laying more pipe than a, than a union plumber. That's all I gotta say. I don't understand. In Charles Atlas's day, I don't. I feel like it was illegal to have sex, though. I think I don't think they had. They had I don't think they had gonorrhea back. Yeah, then. what is this I shit? I think it's like a government cover up. It's the well, what is the Mandela effect? It is. <laughs> it is the Mandela effect. Did you ever watch the footage of him on Donnie? Who? Where he could have said anything, and people would have stood up and jumped up and down and stamped their feet and cheered. Are you talking about I, Nelson Mandela? Yeah. I'm talking about the Mandela effect. It's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, it's not. No. no, the Mandela effect is the concept that you exist in a different reality than you existed in previously. Like, I, I was watching something on YouTube about it a few days ago because the <laughs> algorithm thinks I'm in a real wild shit. No, the Mandala. Mandala, Mandala thank you. Um,. Yes, that's why I got screwed up. Okay, that, I, so I I botched that one. I'll uh, yeah, I'll eat the bullet okay. on it. But no, uh, it's apparently, one of those where you fumble and I pick it up and we're good. Are you aware of the fact that Publishers Clearinghouse claims they never had Ed McMahon on payroll? What? Yeah, he was Mister Fucking. I'm he was goddamn saying right. <laughs> What? Wait, are they like go out of their way to say no? That, apparently, that's according to these two oh fucking conspiracy goofs. Yo, there are so many videos on YouTube right now. One hundred percent proof of Ed McMahon with Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah. Holy the Mandela effect! God damn, this is better than synchro mysticism. <laughs> are you kidding? YouTube people, remember how you used to get in the mail a Manila envelope with Ed McMahon's picture in the corner, saying you may have already won one million dollars. Or something to that effect. Mandela dollars. Most people would discard yeah, that thinking you get the envelope with Nelson Mandela's face on it. You may owe me one million dollars. Do you know who doesn't discard that envelope? My father. Oh, I bet he's you know got who, proof. Do you know? Think, do you know who he think, who thinks they're going to win a million dollars from Publishers Clearinghouse? My father. You definitely need to get him in on this when you go home for Christmas. Oh, I'm going home. I'm getting, going an extra day. And apparently he never delivered the big checks himself, even in commercials. I've never even heard of the American Family Publishers. Well, but I was more shook about the big checks. There's a Halloween episode of Roseanne where Ed McMahon clearly has a million-dollar check for Roseanne. Yeah, but find it. He go on all these shows with a big check if he never delivered them himself. I don't know. You're, you're really engrossing here. But him delivered a big check. Oh, there's also footage of Wolfman Jack and Gilbert Gottfried delivering. Oh my God, so that's, that's good. so good, Andrew. You, we, you, I love it. You have immediately, we're in real time, you have turned me on to something that I will watch all night. Yeah, <laughs> it's this is a very fucking slippery slope. I love the uh, Sully Sullenberger truthers as well. Oh, I don't know about this. I gotta fucking, oh, I gotta train yeah. the algorithm. No, that he uh, didn't actually land the plane. It was the other guy, Jeff Skilling. Jeff, no, not Jeff. Jeff Skilling was the CEO of Enron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another obscure reference. It'd be um, weird if he landed the plane, though. 
You know, never let it never be said that you don't get your bang for your buck listening to this goddamn podcast because there's a lot of shit going on. There's a thing yeah. that no one ever talks about with Sully, which I think is fucking fantastic. I never saw the movie. I don't know if they talk about it there. Um, so Sully landed the plane, emergency, you know, hero, all that shit won't take it away from him. Hmm. But when he wasn't being a pilot, he was like the president of some sort of like flight school that specialized in landing planes under duress. Le- legitimately, he was the perfect person to do that. It, like, it wasn't wow. a miracle. It was a thing that he had been training his entire life to do, and it, we're like amazed that he did it. But it fucks up the narrative so bad that no one ever talks about the fact that he was, it, he was like the fucking special forces guy who shot fucking Osama bin Laden. But everyone's treating him like he's a fucking office drone. Like, no, that was his job yeah. was to do that. You know the off uh, the the seal that shot Osama bin Laden shot him in less than a second. Is that right? I believe that. Shot him right in the face as soon as he peered peered around the corner. Wild, hair trigger. I mean, don't don't get don't don't jump and jump in line at that guy at Taco Bell with at Taco Bell man. Jesus. I yeah, come on with that seal whole thing though. Like the burial at sea and the come on. Like, uh, let's let's nah. let's give that a fucking uh, let's give that a pump of the brakes. What was I talking about? Something we're getting into conspiracy barn. I like oh, all the cassettes they confiscated from him. Loved the headline about his fucking porn habits. So good. Oh, Bin, bin Laden's porn habits. So good. Oh my! He he wasn't allowed to watch porn. Oh, he had tons of porn in there. Apparently, that's great. Oh, I just Googled Bin Laden porn and was not disappointed. I think the, um, the New York Post uh, headline was Osama Bin Wankin, if I'm, uh, oh my if I'm, God. I'm not uh, mistaken. Can I just say that there, I just, just came upon a photo of um, Osama Bin Laden and Saddam Hussein in a movie called Muscleheads, oh where God. they're looking very ripped, and Saddam, Saddam Hussein's old... Worn down Saddam Hussein's head has been superimposed onto a hot young white guy. Oh, that's great. I hope they fucking bang each other out. It'd be really neat. <laughs> and this, uh, this, um, this article is the CIA's plot to make Osama and Sa- Osama and Saddam into porn stars, <laughs> which I love. I love the internet. The internet is great. Yeah, this is fucking awesome. I'm gonna send you this picture. And you, you might laugh at it, you might cry at it, but um, I'm going to send it to you anyway, because I think this is my Christmas present to you. Oh, I'm on my you. hands and knees begging you that you love this. What was I talking about? I, I, yesterday night, I was talking about a conspiracy, and I can't for the life of me remember <laughs> what it was. Oh, I do remember what it was. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Please get this. Please. It's <laughs> so upsetting. Oh, the look on his face. And it's kind of a doughy, um, like a doughy Middle Eastern guy wearing gold. So it's like not out of the realm of possibility. And he's... He's He's got a tattoo and like a Seiko watch on. Yeah. But I like that the woman... Oh my God. The woman, it's 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 a BBW woman. This is... And she, the look on her face is either... Surprised that somebody's taking a photograph. Yeah, it's like somebody just kicked the door in. Maybe or, this is yeah. exactly that. Maybe oh, this is filmed yes. through the SEAL Team Six fucking yes. uh, sites. 
my god this is the moment he died they didn't they left that little detail out in the report that he was making love to his wife for the last time yeah. before they shot they popped him full of holes and filled them full of lead for america so people at a baseball game can chant usa god bless yeah remember that when the mets game was interrupted because people wouldn't stop shouting usa no was that when he died yeah, I, I remember that being a fucking wild night. That was God, oh, we were God. actually having a party at my house, and then halfway through the party, that like came on, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" It was like really, yeah. it was a weird scene. People were dancing in the streets. Yeah, it's like it was like it felt like Obama got elected again. I was in, I was living in Brooklyn at the time Obama got elected for the first time, and my most vivid memory is I, uh, a white guy. In, like, uh, this is a, a near a restaurant called Bonobos, which is closed now. Uh, this is on Myrtle Ave, and right near the park. And a, a guy, in his celebration, jumped on top of a family's car <laughs> and started jumping up and down, leaving a lot of damage. And the guy got out, who got out looked like Ernie Hudson. I said, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he was like, he's like, well, he's and the dude, the dude, like the white guy with long hair was obviously drunk. He's like, fucking Obama, dude. And uh, I also like the bus drivers uh, letting everybody on for free. That was the best. And also, uh, I saw Spike Lee. Was that right? In the, na- in the neighborhood with big, big bodyguards, but still in the neighborhood. <laughs> Wearing Nick's shit, because he can never not wear Nick's shit. Yeah, always. Spike Lee used to just come into my spot and just hang out and, like, chat, and he's always in, yeah, like, Nick's gear, just nonstop. His, uh, his 40 Acres and a Mule Studios was right down the street from where I live. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'd go by, and I'd say, hey, Spike, what's good? And he'd always say, uh, why don't you come inside and check it out? Oh my God. So I would mull over the situation. I was on, I was, I was on the queue into Manhattan. I was like, ah, "Do I want to?" I'm already in a very serious relationship yeah, with a woman. Yeah, do I want to fuck this up? I mean, I don't want to fuck this up, but he is Spike Lee, and he does have money, and he can get me ring courtside seats whenever I want. He could take care of me. He could provide for me. Right. This was in the era of insanity when the Knicks were good. And he can take care of I mean, me. the Knicks weren't even good during Lynn's sanity. Lynn had a lucky streak, and it sort of worked for seven years. Or seven years. That, sorry, seven games. Th- is that Lynn's sanity? This shows you how desperate te- fans of this shows you how desperate fans of bad teams are. Lynn's sanity was literally two weeks long. Yep. And then he went to the Rockets and did nothing. Goose egg, zero, nothing. Because he was a product of Mike D'Antoni's system where he could probably plug me in and I'd get fucking... I get I get I get three twelve. You get like a seven. hot weekend on ESPN. <laughs> exactly. Like this guy, I want a radio condo. Oh my god, look at that pass! I do the Kevin McHale no look pass. I would, you know, oh god, I would be so I would be so awesome if I could do that. I wish like, you would a, do that and then just get an ESPN career from that. It'd be so good. You could be just oh. you and Poppy just fucking talking about shit. It'd be great. No, it would be great. I love an ESPN career that didn't involve punching lines into a fucking TV screen. That'd be the best. Couldn't do it. Couldn't hack it. Yeah. You and I are ex. You and I are ex ESPN. That's we drew true. A check. That is true. We both. Hey, we both can say we drew a check from ESPN at some point in our lives. Oy. Wonderful. Our friends work there. That Against is true. Odds. That is true. Really, the people I know who work there aren't. 
I don't know, strike me as like technically brave or smart or anything. So mm. not like me and you. Our boys are running the show over there. Great. That explains the plummeting ratings. Oh, terrible yeah. ratings. Yeah, you got Mark, the ween behind the console, putting dr- putting fucking scum couch stuff on. We are putting fucking like subliminal scum couch shit into uh, into college football <laughs> games. <laughs> that would be great. I love Mark so much. And his girlfriend doesn't know how to handle me because I made up a scenario because he looks like down the street from me, there's a bodega that we call hashtag blessed because the first day they ever opened. Did I tell you about this? Oh, yeah. Hashtag blessed. The first time they ever opened, they put a chalkboard in the front window that just said hashtag blessed. So we're like, yeah, it's hashtag blessed. Everybody calls it hashtag blessed. And uh, the guy who works there looks like a Saudi version of Mark, like right down to the long hair and everything. That's great. So I made up a scenario, and we all know how much girlfriends love scenarios. Yeah, they can't hang. I don't know what that is. And I was like, so what if you came home from work one day, and you're like, God damn it. I worked hard all day, and I need a man. And Mark's gone. So what's what's a woman to do? So she's like, well, I might as well go to hashtag blessed and get a beverage. Alcoholic beverages. doesn't matter. And she goes in there and she sees the guy working. This is the guy who I tried to convince to get a cat because his place was overrun with mice when they first opened. Good and he's public like, service. I like, and I, he was like, I don't really like cats. Like, what do you like, <laughs> I mice? Like, what? I was like, you're more of a dog person? I'm like, that's the thing. I guess that's like a global thing. People are like cats, like, like cats more than dogs. I thought that was just a boring white person thing. That they were like, Yeah, he's like, I don't really like cats. I was like, you don't have to like the cat. He's like, I'm, he's like an employee. The cat's an employee, you know, like it's a bodega cat. And she just like looked at me and was like, that, that's no, it's not a good idea. No. <laughs> but then meaning it what, happened, but because I'm, uh, I have a photographic memory and I'm a, a weirdo. I then like when Mar- I said this to her, just like talking to her cause we're kind of friends. And then Mark came in, she was meeting Mark and I said, Hey Mark, check out the scenario. And I re- I repeated it line for line. And she looked at me like, that's even weirder that you could just re- repeat that like verbatim, what you just said. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. So Sorry. strange. I was like, yeah. But, you know, it all worked out in the end, I guess. Did it, though? I it's still it's still ongoing. You don't know how this is going to play out yet. Oh, it's fine. You know, it's friendships in Albany are fleeting. What if you, we all know that. What if you walk past hashtag we finish up? Good episode, 201, great, awesome. Oh, fuck and yeah. then you walk down, you walk past hashtag blessed on your way to O-Bar. <laughs> oh, tonight's karaoke. Hey, fuck there you yes, go. I'm going to O-Bar. And as you pass, she comes out of hashtag blessed looking disheveled, <laughs> and you make eye contact for one second, and then she scurries away. <laughs> looking all worn out from fucking. What do you do? Do you tell Do you tell the ween, or you just assume that this dude is, no. like, he's a good enough stand-in for the ween, it's like, it's barely cheating. No. I don't say a word. I give her an, I give her the nod and the wink, and I say, I'll never say a word. Wow. All right. That's also the bodega that, as a gag gift, I bought my friend, fan of the podcast, Seth. I bought him these really, really bizarre boner pills that they used to have, and this one, they're from China, and this one is called Hard 10 Days, <laughs> <laughs> which is the best. And Hard 10 Days, you can find on Amazon, and people swear by them. Men, old men, they're like, oh, I never thought it'd work. But it's like, does it make you, because that's a, call the, that's a pre-aprism. Like, you, after four hours, you're supposed to call the doctor or go to urgent care or 
you know. Just keep getting into business. You're good. Yeah, just keep. I mean, honestly, you don't have to go to the fucking doctor. Just keep, keep taking care of yeah, business. Just until keep it goes fucking. Down. It's good. Keep fucking four hours, five hours. Oh, it's not what's happening. Like the girl's getting kind of worn out and tired. Like, what's happening? Like, oh, it's still hard. I'm telling oh, you, it's dangerous. Um, I gotta call my. I gotta call my supervisor. I'm gonna be late for work. I have. At least two, I think probably more than two times since moving to this neighborhood, seen empty packages of Samurai X, like, just laying on the street. It is so depressing. My favorite boner pills are called SWAG, and it's, like, an acronym. <laughs> you know what SWAG is? It's called Sex with a Grudge. Wow, that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. incredibly uncomfortable. Because I don't know what the premise is, because I didn't... I'm not going to... I don't care... I mean, the bodega guy that I usually go to in Central Avenue Market, he's a nice guy. He's probably seen a lot. He has a bunch of little passive-aggressive notes like, lotto, lotto. Love that. All day long, nothing to do. Like, no no paper. Like, not, not a library. Must pay for paper. Like, that kind of thing. Like, I love bodega passive-aggressive notes. Next to bathroom graffiti, my favorite form of communication. And, um... <laughs> and... And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, sex with a grudge. And I was like, I'm not going to ask him for, like, hey, can I get those? Uh, no, not those. No, I yeah, need no. I need the, the special ones. This, the, yeah, I've got a grudge. And I'm going to have some sex later with somebody that I have a grudge against. Maybe it's a pill that so, just makes you hit women. My God. Like, what hey, I made this pill. It makes you hit women. Well, that doesn't... Or, that, I don't understand how to market that. Like, oh, I just, it can be really cheap, though. Oh, okay, great, perfect. Just put it in and then put it in a mobile. Or, you know, it makes you... Uh, makes you bring uh, a woman out for hours to a restaurant she doesn't like. <laughs> and then uh, you play the, oh, I forgot my wallet trick. And then um, you then go to a bar that she likes, but you don't talk to any of her friends. And make you make it really, really evident and awkward. Then you go home and ejaculate as soon as you take off your underwear. This sounds like a really cool night. Yeah, great night. And sadly, that night has probably happened thousands, if not millions of times across this great land. Almost certainly happening right now. Almost certainly happening right now. It's 8.50 on a Thursday in Brooklyn, New York. Probably more than once happening around me. Yeah. Like, hey, I've been doing a lot lot of stuff lately. I don't know if I can perform, but fuck it. And then you come home with somebody you met at the tattoo shop, whatever. The ring shop. There's like a lot of artisanal fucking... Like, they're, oh, they're artisanal. She makes artisanal pen knives. And it's going really well. <laughs> People don't even make anything that interesting, though. It's just like no. straight nonsense. It's like, I'm making a buck knife well, that I can fucking get. It's cat socks. If I, Fuck you. Uh, yeah, and you live in this fantasy world where you won't get arrested and put in like a holding cell for months if you stab somebody. <laughs> like, even that, for, at this point, I feel like you'll get put in a holding cell for months if you just have a knife on you. Right. Like a six inch hunting knife. But people will wear knives. That's why you should carry uh, a heater instead. I would have love you ever to. Worn, have you ever worn your heater on the subway? You can either confirm nor deny. I understand. It's been on the subway before. I refuse to divulge in what capacity. Okay. Has it been in subway, the restaurant? It has never been in subway. Okay. 
Because you'd probably use it on yourself. Exactly. I would just shoot myself in the chest and just like <laughs> why with with a sign that says no paramedics and just tape it to my chest in my own blood. Oh my god, that's like that's like NFL star Dave Dewerson mm-hmm. shot himself in the chest and left a note pinned to his chest, which I thought was stupid because it, wouldn't your note be covered in fucking blood? But he shot himself in the chest and said, "Donate my brain to science." Will do. CTE. That's what the whole note said. Donate my brain to science. CTE. He was distraught over the loss of his meat wholesaling business. I mean, that seems tough. I don't know. I um, mean, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. And, uh, you know, just because you play safety for the Bears doesn't mean anything. When I'm when I'm calling to see where my rib roasts are and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, man, but we're cool, right? No, I'm not. We're not, Dave. We're not. Why don't you? I'm, oh, well, they're, oh, they're tracking shows. They're, they got hung up in Atlanta due to weather. Well, that's not my they, problem. Yeah, it does nothing for me. Does nothing for me. I've got six restaurants to uh, distribute to, so we're like, you know what? I'm closing my accounts today. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have another. Dist- I just spoke to another distributor. I'm going to go with him. He's local, a little better service. And he's like, no. And then you read a month later that Dave Dewerson killed himself, and you're like, Ugh. Jesus. I feel very bad. Yeah, and I then fucking... you and then you think that you're the reason why, and you kind of feel like cocky about it, and then you read it's because he had severe CTE, and you're like, God damn it! But it was probably me anyway. It was probably me anyway. I, I'm the one who probably pushed him over the ledge. Yeah, gave him gave himself a sucking chest wound. Oh, <laughs> oh God! And then you, and like you drop the gun, and you you're like disoriented and can't move, and you're like not dead yet. Oh, that's God. that's almost certainly how he died. Like for real. Yeah, he's like, <clears throat> you're alive for fucking the most painful shit. Junior say I was alive for like a half an hour before he died. I am a, so I've noticed people don't like to think about dying, and they don't like to think about death, they don't like to think about, like, or conflict, talk about or it. talk about it, they just hate that shit. I don't love it, but, you know, it's just, that's just how life is, so you want to know. So I, I'll go on YouTube, or live leak or some shit, and I'll watch, like, foul Hell. shit sometimes. Like, I'll watch, like, fucking prison Dude. fights, just to be like... Yes. Whoa, that happens fast. Google Mexican torture. Oh, you will fuck. Vomit. <laughs> well, I I do that sometimes. Right when I wake up too, which is very strange. Probably a comment on my mental health, good or bad. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> well, there's one. There's this one guy called Bebe B E B E, who, this motherfucker. Oh, he's like a tough. He tries to be tough at first, and like they're smashing his toes with two by fours. Right, but he's like, he all he does is lift his legs, and then they start hitting his shins, and he's like, <laughs> and then they uh, then they take um, jumper cables and put them on his chest, and he's like, ah, he like totally loses his cool. I after mean, that. He's there's like, Holy you shit. know, pains yeah, and emotion, good. baby. Don't worry. Yeah, pain, you know, it's fine. You know, that's what you get for running. You know, you're trying to run. It's like if I was to buy coke from Lil Wayne, right? When he was in the Hot Boys, he was a known pusher of not high dollar coke, but he has a song. Um, each well, it's not Hot Boy song where each person talks about different ways that people have tried to fuck them over doing drug deals, and uh, it's a great song. And um, this one was an older guy dressed all in black met him. And said, yeah, I got, oh, I left my money in my car. I'll be right back. And Lil Wayne said, fuck that, and shot him. Oh. <laughs> and he admits to it freely. Jesus. Uh, which I think is a little bit of stunting on his part. 
Yeah, fi- find also, me the fucking case number on that. Yeah, he's also 18, so give give our man a break. Um, there is, well, actually, I'll, I'll finish my initial thought, which was the thing that brought Sorry. me there. Um, no, no, it's all good. I, I need to know about Bebe. Um, there's a video <laughs> on, uh, on YouTube. It's, it's fucking insane where there's some guy having like a drug fit out in the hall and it's filmed from like somebody just like propped up a camera in their living room. Uh, and the dude's like having a fit and screaming and then he chops down this dude's door with a machete whoa it's it looks like something straight out of a horror movie oh my god i saw that and he shoots oh him in the god. chest yeah yo the guy's like oh, why did you yeah, yeah him dying of a sucking chest wound is the most foul sound i've ever heard a human being make it's it you is don't even wild see. oh yeah it blacks it, out he comes through like fucking leatherface i blast him too yeah That's, he's for scared sure. out of my fucking mind plus that door hollow core door oh like, say, yeah it's like made of cardboard yeah, that's the door that, like, angry boyfriends punch through. They're like, get the fuck back here. I love you. You know? And um, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that it's... door folded. And, like, this dude... And there's people in the other room yelling and screaming, mm-hmm. too. So, like, like running away from him. God. Yo. That's really scary. I don't know why... We, I love how we both watch the same... I know, yeah. That's such a, that's a fucking bad scene. We're entering a weird part in our lives, Andrew. Yeah. We're really Protect is. yourselves out there, everyone. Protect your neck. Um, this is the song. Listen to that flow. Young or Wayne. Like how he mentions he's wearing Reebok classics. Yeah, throw nice. it in there somewhere. It's like in, uh, in they have a song um, uh, called Bling Bling, which is their biggest song, and they shout out Yokohama tires, which is like <laughs> the ni- the nicest tire you can buy at Walmart. I love that. Like twenty twos on Yokohama tires. It's really nice. I love little moments like that that they don't even realize are like cultural, like little like cultural powdered sugar to me. I love it. Love it. Love it. Watershed moment for you. I wish I could monetize my love of little shit like that. I don't know how. I guess I am now technically through patreon.com slash overnight drive where you can donate. See, you know what? Transistors like that. Our while we'll our why we'll end up in the podcast hall of fame at some point. I'd say transitions like that are exactly why I wanted to do a Patreon so we didn't have to do transitions like that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but never hey, mind. good looking. Hey, never mind. I just like to slide from thing to thing, just like I do in my just much like my love life. I like to slide from thing to thing. My uh my need to be a free speech absolutist is making me want to close our Patreon, so I'm looking around for other things. So really, yeah. Why? So they uh they went on a banning spree for uh for people who do wrong think. Um. So uh, yeah. yeah so sex workers, sex workers too. Sex work. Yeah. So it's just like it's just like a fucking ugly, weird, moralizing thing. I don't want to be a part of. So don't be shocked if in the next few weeks we uh we have an alternate like funding site and if we do i'd ask you guys to go there instead um but yeah, yeah we'll see what happens i'd love see if there was works. one that was bitcoin specific but i don't think that is a, a <laughs> no. thing yet can we disagree bitcoin might be dead no absolutely not what are you kidding me 
It might be dead. I fucking... I mean, There's no one writing songs about it. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, I made a deal today to buy somebody's Bitcoin for and hold it for like a year and give them the option to buy it back just because I feel guilty if they make a bad decision and my cash God. out right now. <laughs> you can buy my uh, like $300 I have in... in uh... What Coinbase? Yeah, I will absolutely <laughs> buy that. You'll you'll feel foolish, but luckily I'll be a good person mm, and uh, and give it back to you. Fool's gold, I say. Jesus Christ, Andrew, it's Christmas. We shouldn't be talking about such thi- that is true. things like that. So, what's your Christmas plan, pal? Like, we'll talk about like let's just talk about like sitting around the <clears throat> fire. You to sit around a fire at some point? Yeah, we'll sit around a fire for a while. We'll go to uh, go to Gab's family's house. They're all massively intense. So it'll be a really intense Christmas, and then we'll go to my parents' house, and they'll like be singing songs around a piano. It'll be like Beaver Cleaver shit. Oh, you're gonna be in the you're gonna be in the area. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. every year we do that. It's great. Well, that's right. I saw you last year. Yeah, we're going back on Christmas night, though. We're not sticking around. Ah uh, well, I won't even be there. So we'll be like two ships, man. Yep. We won't, um, be able to go to, we won't be able to bring Gabber to Outback Steakhouse to see Mike the Waiter. That is a shame. We didn't even talk about Mike the Waiter. Fuck. I just brought it back. I just doubled that again, oh, Andrew. Shit. <laughs> do you remember? Hold on. I got to get the music going here. Andrew, do you remember when... Uh, holy shit. Do you remember when we went to Outback Steakhouse? We went there. We didn't go there to go there once. We went there fucking twice. Are you kidding me? Uh, Holy shit! Boy, we and I thought I was gonna be all like feeling. I started feeling good after I ate the steak, but then I saw oh, we both felt terrible afterward. Don't you remember when we felt terrible? Afterward? Vividly. Oh my god! And then we we saw yourself, and then when we filmed, you saw yourself, and you said you looked like close to death. <laughs> you remember that part? Wow. Yeah, that's all I remember. <laughs> Wait, you don't remember him being like, what did he say? He made such a weird, awkward pass. Oh, my God. This guy, first of all, I love this song, so I'm going to keep it on. But I can't, I'm going to keep it for later when I double back on the story. Okay, so you ever have a waiter who is really over the top, but not a, all right, well, you know, I'm here, I want to have this food, and this person is just trying to get a tip way. It's like, this is this dude's deal. This dude came out of the womb saying, you betcha. Or like, as you wish. Yeah. Like awkward waiter sayings. Like, um, why did he say that was just like, what is your pleasure? It you yeah, it was something like that. Find anything. Um, uh, do you find anything? Uh, he said, like, do you find anything pleasurable on the menu? Something like that. It was like, well, yes. And he was really, like, uh, really trying to refill my drinks, like, a lot. He made some kind of a bear comment. What the fuck was it? Oh. <laughs> he said, oh, you must be a hungry bear. Yeah, so, like, yo, are you a fucking like, uh, what? Yeah, he putting out the fucking bat signal. <laughs> All right. right. This isn't my first fucking rodeo. Also, right. I'm this right is... there. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm with there. I'm with my partner, Andrew, who... Uh, we've done things. We we have our love life is extremely complicated. You have no idea. Mike. And um, yeah. So like, back the fuck off, unless you want this, which you don't, because you you would be like you'd feel like you were in Vietnam if you were <laughs> in our bedroom. It's it's equal measure of like uh, like a lot of hard wrestling. 
<laughs> a lot of yelling, just like a lot of yelling at the top of your lungs. Ah! But then a lot of aftercare, <laughs> a lot of instruction, a lot of just a lot of wagering and, and compromise. You're like it's like the well, you the said, you said you... passive aggressive in there. Yeah, like you're. We're, I'm pulling out a phone, being like, "You, when we were sexting, you said you'd do this," and you're like, "Well, that was then." And I'm like, "God damn it!" Like. I don't like teases. I don't like when I don't like being teased. And you're like, "Fuck you," and I'm like, "Fuck me." How about you, fuck you? <laughs> and I'm all like, "What well, worked up?" So I can't speak right. You know, and they, uh, that point in the argument where you're starting to say stuff wrong, oh, and you gotta get a drink of water. I do that all the time. So I'm so bad at fucking arguing emotionally. God, yeah. Why? Why argue? Uh, what's the point? Yeah, it's just I'm so fucking. I'm d- by the by, the time our voices are raised, I'm so fucking tired of it that I'm just like, eh, whatever, you win. Oh I don't my god, shit. trouble in paradise. Nah, we're all mm. good. Everything's chill. You guys are great, but arguing is bad news, bears. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. I just, you know, I urge all couples out there to abandon the paradigm. You talk about. Like, oh, we're gonna. I, I love couples who are like, I uh, have the blueprint out. The blueprints out. They're like, well, we're not gonna be a heteronormative couple, which means you can wear my hoops and whatever. Great. Fun, you know. I would lay the foundation of like, let's never argue or raise our voice. Ever. Ever. Unless the house is on fire and I have to yell to wake you up. Let's do that. Let's make the. Let's make like. It's not hard. You just gotta be nice. It's got to be nice to each other. I don't know, though. you got to argue a little bit, because otherwise it's like you'll not argue for six months, and someone drops a fork, and you're like, fuck it, that's it, I'm out! And you're just like, oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't let you build up. I let you go. This is a new me, man. I've done enough arguing in relationships to literally last me three lifetimes, especially in my last relationship. Yeah, so that, that seemed anymore. pretty volatile. That was extremely volatile and awful. And um, it's terrible to be to be in that thing, and you don't have a lot to look back on other than like screaming and yelling. It's not good. Yeah. So I, all you young couples out there, before you decide, you know, oh, are we gonna be Pan? Are we gonna be a uh, Polly? You know, or, or how would you decide to? Are we gonna be nice to each other? How about that? Let's give it a try. Make that conscious decision to be nice to each other, and I think everything else will fall into place. Because you're young, you're hot, you're in the prime of your lives. You think you just you don't want to you want to fucking stick around with one person, you know? Stick it in with one person. This Probably is the not. other thing too. You got to remember this. Today is your last day on Earth. Yeah. Tomorrow is not certain. Be nice. Yeah. So you want to spend the last day your day on Earth with fucking the dude from work, <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason from the, the the cafe down the street. Don't know his last name. Got a mattress on the floor. Condom wrappers all over the place. You're like, ugh. Jason's Dick just crying out though. for help. He's got that BDE energy. Meanwhile, Alex, your 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 primary is home. He's standing in doorways, kicking rocks. He's got a hang dog look on his face. <laughs> I love that. I love that saying, hang dog look. Wait, just waiting for you to come home. Where have you been? Oh, you know, I, I was with a friend. I was hanging out with a friend. You haven't really breached this, breached the subject at all, you know. Oh, that's cool. Let's let's chill. And then you try to put the moves on, and it's like, oh no, I, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm, I'm really tired. sleepy, and I my stomach's kind of off. Yeah, my stomach's. Oh, 
I was just going to say something so vile, and I <laughs> caught myself. My stomach is it. actually off right now, though. I, I just, like, an hour and a half before we did this, I didn't feel like cooking, so I ordered Indian food, and I think I made, like, the wrong oh, decision. No. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. So that's What's a bummer. get? For well, I know the ghee should line your stomach. What you? Ha- what did you get? Um, I got papadum and like a lamb curry. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, you got lamb. I lamb is a very gamey meat. It, it is has to be prepared with lamb is a meat. You have to be, it has to be prepared with with care and love. And I don't think that in a very busy restaurant. Yeah, the spot might have... Uh, with a very small kitchen. Might have done me wrong. We'll see what happens. Wow. Uh, we have some celebrity deaths. Oh, yeah. George. Let's get into this. Yeah, we can just get into this. I think, um, I mean, obviously I defer to our man. Um, but uh, just uh, as a little commentary... <laughs> Guess who died? Penny Marshall. Uh, the third learn. man. <laughs> Give us any rules, we'll break it. Good theme song. It's good. Not sung by Laverne or Shirley. Not sung by Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams. And the show's. I like that the this show has a lot of um, footage of a brewing, a brewery. Yeah. They live in Milwaukee. They work in a brewery. It's a simpler time. And they hung out with greasers. I like how it shows them like doing mostly fucking off at the at the beer factory. Uh, yeah, it's it was really it was, they were good uh, good role models. Good role models. Penny Marshall died, and uh, the world cared sort of. Young people did not give a shit. And uh, I was shocked by how little the world cared because it's. People seem to care so much more than Penny Marshall really, like, impacted. Like, yeah, she directed a few good movies, was, like, in an okay TV show. But Uh. people acted like the fucking earth shifted when she walked into her room. It was one of those strange things I never understood. It was was the Mandela effect. Oh, shit. (laughs) It was like like Joan Rivers, right? It was like Joan Rivers where, like, Joan Rivers is famous for making fun of people's fucking clothes on television. That's that was the that was the that zenith, was the apex of her career. Was standing on the red carpet for E Entertainment Television with her do- stupid daughter and saying, "Oh my God, who would ever wear that?" Again, Antonio Banderas is like, "What?" You know that that's it. That's that, that's and that and like what? Like what? Oh, she did some comedy in the eighties, in the sixties. You know, but you think, oh, what a visionary. We had we I'm glad we lost her, but we we gained so much from. Her presence, and same thing with Penny Marshall. It's like, well, she was married to Rob Reiner. That didn't work out. And then guess who she dated right afterward? I have no idea. Art Garfunkel. No. Yes, and Art Garfunkel came out yesterday and said, I loved Penny Marshall. Our three years together was a lot of laughs, great sex, and party nights. And I thought it was the best eulogy. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I immediately thought of Penny Marshall fucking sitting on fucking like naked in bed with uh. Art Garfunkel like riding <laughs> like naked like Sunday morning like riding Art Garfunkel like his hair all over the place like ugh. Oh. Imagine, how that, imagine how that room must have smelled I know ugh. Ugh. 
And uh, coming to us live, uh, direct from fucking his face stuck in Edie Brickell's ass, is uh, Art Garfunkel. <laughs> Art, hey, what do you have uh, to say about Penny Marshall? Oh, hey. Oh, oh sorry. I gotta wipe my mouth off here. <laughs> uh, well, um, Penny Marshall, as from what I remember, because it's been a long road. And Paul and Simon reading with, The Economist in the, in the background. <laughs> the background not giving a shit. Like, Penny, who? <laughs> Art, what? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, but I, I love it to be like immediately like make it about them. Like, you know, oh, for sure. Marshall, it's been a long road writing songs with uh, my my part, my songwriting partner, Paul Simon, if you've ever heard of him. And uh, recently started sleeping with Edie Brickell and uh, her band, which um, brings me to a lot of great uh, memories of sleeping with having group sex with Penny Marshall and Rob <laughs> Reiner on the set of Spinal Tap. Which ended up being a total. I was supposed to be in that movie, of course, and um, I uh, kind of blew it. I uh, was, was smoking a lot of dope back then, and um, and uh, pretty much just uh, went back to music. You know, I'm just really into. Okay, Art, thanks. Thanks. Sure. We're gonna cut now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really into music, right? And I'm like, yeah, this is about Penny Marshall. Like, oh yeah, oh Penny, a lot of great sex party nights. I like how he said party nights. Party nights. Okay. You know, like him fucking doing coke off Penny Marshall's big boob. Uh, Pretty awesome, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, fucking lives a good life. Hey, you know? But, uh, of course, our man uh, wouldn't let it go. And, um, I attention that actress Penny Marshall has... Actress turned director Penny Marshall has died. <laughs> Thank you. I never when knew that. When she was an actress, her most, no, her most well-known role was the TV show Laverne and Shirley, which ran for like seven years, and she played the character Laverne. <laughs> and then she also went on to direct a League of their a League of Their Own and the and the movie Big, and when, which I'm kind of surprised that she did those two. Yep. And um, he gets so. And it says um. That's so thrown off by that phone. And it states um. That, um <laughs> he just, he just looked at his phone and went. The, most, the last role. Oh my she fucking god! She was in the movie Mother's Day. I forgot about Jesus, that. Jesus, was he a cab driver? And the last TV show she did was The Odd Couple, which was back in 2016. 2016, thousand, Townsend. Oh and, my um, god! Yep, and it says that she was 75 years old, but I've not seen a cause of death yet. Let me see here. And I actually do like the movie League of Their Own and the movie Big. Those were pretty good movies. Um, yeah, great eulogy. For fallen, one of our fallen cinematic heroes. Let's see if I can find anything that states. You do this before you film. Um, why she right. head yeah. died. <laughs> cool. See her. I, in the reflection in his glasses is a laptop right now. Oh, God. <sighs> Let's see. It says she starred for eight seasons, and it says that the show, um, The Vernon Shirley, ran for like seven or eight years. Then she directed the movies A League of Their Own, Big, and Awakenings. I don't think I've seen that one. Holy she was 75. Shit. <laughs> it's a real long one. Um, that's it. Um, wow. That's uh, Yeah, it's really good. Um, I like, and I, I found one more. I didn't find too many uh, Penny Marshall rips, but I found one more uh, that I thought I just liked because this guy had a, uh, like, had a really sad voice and claims to have been best friends well, with Cindy Williams. Oh my God! Of, um, Penny Marshall, who Penny Marshall passed away at seventy-five. Passed away at seventy-five. She was um, 
She was real cool, uh, real cool to work with. And Cindy yeah, right. And I, uh, went, uh, I parked her car once, house. fucker. And um, she was busy with um, Ivana Trump that day. And uh, oh God, she was yelling something from her um, living area down down below. But Cindy and I, we were waiting in the kitchen. And uh, in Penny's kitchen, and uh, when she finally um, came around, uh, came in, her and I, uh, we talked about basketball and the NBA and her huge, huge Tits. collection <laughs> of uh, basketball. I am a child. I know. I love. She had a whole uh, basement full of uh, jerseys and. This is made up. This I was going to so say, made up. I'm fascinated by this guy who's just a weird liar on YouTube. Yeah, it's love really it. cool. Fan, just like myself, and that's too bad. Laverne, <laughs> we will miss you. Rest in peace. Did you hear the water running in yeah, the background? Yeah, what are you doing? Yo, jiggle the handle, asshole. <laughs> Jesus, you're up to, you're, you're you're broadcasting this to 22 people so far. You gotta get your act together. You gotta tighten up that ship, man. I love weird liar YouTube. That's fucking weird liar YouTube. Really hard to search, a, but real cool oh, if you catch one. Such a blast! Such a blast! Really fun and funny. Um, uh, that's all I could find. Really, there are a lot of like um. Just like people made like high, highly produced videos, ah, uh, yeah, like get pictures. the fuck out of here. Like one was like, "I will, I will remember you," and it's like pictures of Penny Marshall. You know, like, just turn on a fan, blow it towards the camera, and fucking and start talking without researching anything. That's that's all the recipe you need for a good rip video. So, so I'm uh, shocked. I woke up this morning. <sighs> Uh, excuse me. I woke up this morning, saw the news. I, I pulled up the Drudge Report app, and uh, that's where I got all my news from. Heard the news: Penny Marshall, TV's Laverne and Shirley, died today. Uh, Seventy. Uh, I think she's been confirmed uh, uh, to be 75 years old. And um, you might remember her from Laverne and Shirley, and you might also remember her from Night Court. <laughs> that's all you <laughs> and, need to do. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to do. Wow, I just became a YouTube millionaire. It's not hard. No. And you leave the fan on. You leave the fan on, and you're like, uh, you just go for it. You're I make like, Gab um, sleep with the fan on at night. She hates it. Yeah, why? I don't know. She just she wants it quiet, but I need I need white noise. I need like some sort yeah. of like thing. Why don't you get in the white noise generator? I have one. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it. I just sounded like oh, a real. He <laughs> sounded like. Oh, sorry, little Lord Fauntleroy. You don't like your fucking <laughs> sharper image noisemaker. Jesus. I just sounded He's... exactly like I'm gonna sound when I'm 84. I don't like it. I don't oh, like what it. We're gonna be the fucking. We're going to be the crotchety old guys. It's going to be great. Oh, hey, wow. Um, 
Got a couple misconnections. Do you have anything to talk about, Andrew? I always feel like I just have like an agenda and I just push through. Do it. I got questions here. That's all I got. Yeah, we got a, I put out the call for questions. We got a bunch of they them. They came through. Um, they came through as usual. Um, all right. I am uh, going to just... Because I'm, what I'm doing right now <laughs> is I'm just uh, going through... Um, like I'll, I'll, I'll do a sneak peek first. Uh, beautiful dark-haired Asian woman at Saratoga Y. I'm going to click on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Red hair, red car, Walmart. Oh, period. yeah. Fuck, yeah. Clifton Park cell phone. Awesome. <laughs> beautiful. Um, I'll narrow it down. Where have the chill people gone? Oh, that is going to be a call for swinging. Hot older woman, I lost your number. Perfect. Okay. I missed the woman that said she was serious. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Woman at ShopRite and wine store. Well, that means if you followed her to the wine yeah, store. Yeah, what are the odds I would be at this wine store a quarter of a mile away from the ShopRite where I talked to you last? <laughs> Motel 6, right now. Wow. Really. Uh, Rebecca from Albany area. Uh, saw you dancing in the aisles in, in Michael's. Wait, we were in Michael's. Maybe it was me. Oh, shit. Holy shit, fruit roll up, looking for a Cohoes woman, and of course I miss you. So let's start with those. Because, uh, goddamn. We met, okay, this one's called We Met in Parking Lot. <laughs> Oops, I gotta put the music on. Wow, I'm really out of practice. It's, it's been a month. Yeah, we gotta, it's been a fucking month. You know, I um, think we should record more. I think we should too. Now that there's Good. no pressure to do a fucking hour-long movie, then, uh, yeah, we can do that. Honestly, uh, I'm so happy and glad we did that. I don't care if ten people watch it. I'm just fucking happy we did it. I'm just happy it's over. I'm just happy it's over, honestly. Um, by the time 300 hits, we will have a it's large... What's really funny is watching our hair change length really rapidly <laughs> from scene to scene is, is fun. <laughs> It's really good, right? That was really... I kind of tried to wear the same clothes, but, you know, it just never quite works out no. that way. All right, everybody. You uh, asked for it. Well, you didn't ask for it, but you're getting it anyway. Misconnections. Our favorite part of the podcast. That's not true either. Now, double now called Double Back, but um, this one's called <laughs> We Met in Parking Lot in Del Mar. Andrew, you were in Del I Mar was in Del Mar. I, I met people in parking lots. Uh-oh. This one's about you. We met in parking lot, Del Mar. Let me unzip. Hang lot. on a second. Uh, oh, yeah. Pull, pull the wrench out and get it working. Pull out that snap-on tool, man. <laughs> we met in parking lot about 3 a.m. You got in my back seat. Whoa. If it's you. Whoa. That's all you did? You just got in the back seat? Well, if it's you, what did I do? Gore you. For you. I would imagine oh, scream when I sat up and said, keep driving. Like, keep ah! driving and shut the fuck up. I live here now. My car. My <laughs> rules. Okay, dude, dude. Hope you see this and want to do it again. You didn't even get the contact. Like, how did you... Man. Pretty bad. I'm Looking really curious walking. about that one. So you met somebody in a parking lot at 3 a.m. <laughs> this one's uh, low-key very creepy. Uh, male for woman. Looking for a female walking partner. <laughs> Would like to meet a female who... Uh, <laughs> like to meet a female walking partner to walk different trails in the area. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, no. Never. I'd like to meet a woman I can strangle with a piece of rope. Uh, I like to walk by the uh, the more desolate parts of, say, the reservoir. Um, 
Right. I uh, would like to walk by where I have hidden a lar- a big knife. I find it so uh, wild. When you go to California, when people want to go on dates, they go for a hike. Are you out of your fucking gourd <laughs> going on a hike with some man you just met? Have you California, fucking lost man. it? Uh, it's, it's, it's the whole thing. People in California don't kill each other. They All they do is yeah. kill each other. It's like every good serial killer comes from California. It's like, fucking, right. what the fuck? Hey, if the L.A. riots proved anything, it's that people in Los Angeles are very trustworthy uh, and definitely don't flip out for no reason. Remember the uh, Bank of America, the uh, L.A. Bank of America shootout? Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Looking for a co-host woman. We, capital H, hung out. One night a while back at your place near Guptills. Mm-hmm. Guptills is the uh, skating rink, roller skating rink that has that houses secrets, the teen dance club, yeah. which we've talked about. It's the place where fourteen-year-olds go and finger each other, finger each other, and fucking smoke dirty weed and take their parents' pills and shit. Um, I like to hang out again sometime for more of the same. Let me know what I left at your house so I know it's you. <laughs> A load on the fucking (laughs) just washed bedspread. Um, I hope to hear from you soon. Like, oh, I I like him, but I just, I just bought that a Target. So (laughs) So weird, he left his Alexa speaker here too. (laughs) I left my stainless steel coffee mug there. I'd love to get it back. It's plugged in and always flashing. I kind of feels like it's listening to me. (laughs) God, (laughs) needs batteries real bad. Um, all right, uh, Metallica, hopeless romantic. Times Union Center. Metallica recently played the Times Union Center. Dear and, God, uh, I was uh, not in attendance. I, I saw them at the TU when they were relevant. Now they're not. Oh, star-crossed lovers, we are. Me, the friendless loner. That's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you're the only loner. person who went to Metallica in 2018 yeah. by yourself. Yeah, you're the only friendless loner in the audience. Shouldn't be hard to pick out. Yeah. <laughs> Me, 6'2", 110. 110? 6'2", 110. No. Okay, holy shit. <laughs> no. Um, me, the friendless loner, but planning to fit in with my torn Levi's and black band shirt. I bet it was a Metallica shirt. Again, loser. really fucking, like, really setting yourself holy apart here. Holy shit. You, the well-socialized and sexy mom, surrounded uh, by friends okay. and loved ones. I sipped water to show you I was responsible. Hydration is important, and beer to rock concert is so passe. Did you notice me? Of course you did. How could anyone miss my subtle swang and head nodding right on beat? We caught glances as I turned to survey the crowd. You stared right at me. It couldn't have been the band and light show that I was that I was obstructing your view of. Ugh, really awkward sentence, dude. You're kind of losing it. How many times have you searched misconnections hoping that I would post? It was meant to be. What the fuck? We shared the same place and time with 15,000 people. But it just... But it, it just like... But it just like just you and me. Oh my god. When they played Unforgiven, we both sang along. Now we have our song! It's moments like... It's moments like this we feel so small. Like fireflies blinking into the dark and hope that someone flashes back. Flash for me now, my firefly. Jesus Christ. You are a fucking brain-dead moron. You, you, wow. Give this Holy man a sucking shit. chest wound. 
Yeah, you have to go home and shoot your do a Dave Dewerson <laughs> shoot yourself in the chest immediately. You know, we've talked about a few uh, tragic NFL figures like Dennis Bird. Dennis Bird. <laughs> Dennis Bird left in the left in the nightclub with his wheelchair because he tried to hit on a woman. Oh. He's paraplegic. Great story. One of the best football stories ever. Um, this guy. Wow. This person. Like this is like. Uh, if I wanted, to, if I was in seventh grade and I wanted to write a note to Emily King and put it in her locker, I'd probably write something like this. But not now, not as adults, not as consenting adults. Yeah, this is nobody notices so if weird drink, thing. If someone thinks sees you drinking water in a social situation, they probably think you're a fucking nerf ball. She thinks you're probably fucking like fisting vodka. Yeah, look at this nowhere, fucking man. reprobate. Yeah, then you find out it's uh, water, and you're like, ugh, ugh. I've been slamming Heineken since I got here at seven. Yeah, I I am a mom at a Metallica concert. I, all I'm doing is transmitting that I want responsible people in my life. Right. Yeah. I got I got the uh, I got my my kid's father <laughs> to watch the children tonight because I'm going to Metallica. And if I go home alone, uh, I'm gonna crash the car. I'll probably crash the car anyway because I've been drinking. I drank six Heinekens to the tune of eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll just put it this way: it didn't work out well. Okay, Metallica concert again. Wow, oh my God! Now this fucker, I think, wrote the same shit. You were sitting right behind me. You were with a few younger women, daughter and friends. We looked at each other a few times, smiled. I was alone, black t-shirt, Levi's, drinking water. Oh my you were god, it's the same motherfucker! The same fucker! You were showing some skin flannel boots. This Okay, so okay, okay, so he posted two different ones for two different women. So, uh, I guess it wasn't meant to be, and I guess she's not your firefly. Jesus. I was alone, black t-shirt, Levi's, drinking water. You were showing some skin, flannel, boots, phone, a few, phone. A few <laughs> phone. But I mean, oh, so she was so bored, she was looking at her phone because Metallica's not very good right now. Um, here's the best one. Why didn't we leave that elevator together last night? Oh, many exclamation points. Town Place Suites, Marriott. Oh man. We were in the elevator last night at Town Place Suites in downtown Albany last night. I was the Italian guy, and you were the beautiful woman of color. We were alone last night. After my friend got off on another floor, I rode, I rode to four with you. I wish I said more than hello, good night. I wish I was more forward, and we could have hooked up. Ugh, what? <laughs> no. I wish I uh, uh, had my work truck because I have a crowbar. And I could have jimmied my way into your room and sealed the deal that we were both thinking about. It would have been great. No, that's not what he said. Your smile kind of gave me the feeling that we could have hooked up and had a crazy stranger to stranger thing, you dig? Oh, what a racist thing. Um, that would have been so hot. I can't stop thinking about what if we just got that chance meeting right and had some crazy hookup. Um, you look so good. I think you gotta gug me too. Sheesh! I wish I had more balls. LOL. I, I wish you did you too. I wouldn't have to this. fucking listen to this. I like his use of abonics. Yeah, it was really good. Holla! You dig? Holla! If you ever see this, Jesus. Holla! I'm gonna holla. I'm gonna holler at him to right in his face. Uh, very handsome black man. To the good-looking black man, I smiled at in Price Chopper. 
I'd be very interested in chatting with you. I was the good-looking older white guy. Hope you see this. Pretty, that pretty was, uh, you know, down to the point. It's a nice one, yeah. Where have all the chill people gone? Love this one. The, the days get stressful as they grow long. No matter how hard you try, you just can't move on. Green helps to chill, but sucks being all green. It's the weed poem. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Where have the chill people gone? Great poem. You want me, how do you want... What's my motivation? How do you want me to read this? All right. Because um, uh, I need some motivation here to read this. You've been trying way. to kick game to this mom who works at the Stewarts near you for three months. And then today you caught her at the end of her shift and she got picked up by some guy in an F-250. And Fuck. you're like, and I'm, and my, you're really feeling low about yourself. Am I a construction worker? Obviously, yeah. All right. You're going to think, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fucking say it, all right? Days get stressful as they grow long. No matter how hard you try, you just can't fucking move on. I mean, a little green helps to chill, but it fucking sucks being alone, dude. <laughs> Where have all the chill people gone? That's pretty good. Right? That was pretty good. Now, what else should my motivation be? Because I feel like I could really read that one again. All right. Um, <clears throat> For, let me write. Hold on. Let me write something. You think of that, and I'll be like, where have all... Does chill have two L's? Yes. Okay. The chill people. Well, shouldn't it be where have all the chill people been? I guess gone kind of works. I don't know. You you, you got to have that English degree, you tell me. I think it's a bit, where have all the chill people been? All right, so your next motivation, you spent most of the 2000s going to goth night, and you'd get it in pretty regularly, but then you got pulled away into some family <laughs> bullshit, and, you know, whatever. but then you, you'd shed all that, and, you know, the, she'd stop bringing the kid around, and now you're trying to get back, but it's oh. like, what happened? Goth night, where is goth night? Oh, all right. So aging goth. Hmm. The days get stressful as they grow long. No matter how hard you try, you just can't move on. Green helps to chill, but it sucks being alone. Where have all the chill people been? I mean, gone. Cuts you up. Tammy, I said I was recording. Fuck. Tammy, let me write for 10 fucking minutes. Jesus. I wish someone, you know, if I, I'm going to try and get a ride to Goth Night. <laughs> it cuts you up. Yeah, listening to Peter Murphy. Yeah. And you're, you can't fit into your, any of your Bauhaus shit. Yeah, and all your shit doesn't fit right, but you fucking nah. put the cape on anyway. The cape. Yeah, the so much money hydro. having, it's like fucking upholstery fabric that you got fucking turned into some kind of like a... <laughs> Not, uh, 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 like, a, like a tunic that you uh, oh, you wear yeah. out. Absolutely. A tunic, maybe like a utility kilt. Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, Goth Knight rules. Um, here's the last one. Woman at ShopRite, spelled right, like R-I-G-H-T. Perfect. Stupid. And Wine Store, followed. We looked into each other's eyes about a dozen times, and we both knew what we saw. My cock. Just, just kidding. <laughs> I love, I love making you laugh with the most childish jokes. <laughs> I think you are so beautiful, and you have such deep, romantic eyes. 
We were next to each other at the checkout, and you looked so beautiful. I was hoping you'd say something to me. What, what, what hubris. <laughs> and, then, and then we met again at the wine store, because uh, I followed you there. Still blew it. Yeah, and I know you only came there because you saw me go in. That doesn't seem hello. right. No. <laughs> I saw a hello, but you pretended not to notice. No. Uh... You wow. I just want to meet you and talk with you. I love the ring you have on your left hand. Which finger is it on, instead of curiosity? That, that might mean uh, something. I waited outside for just a chance to ask your name, but you hurried off and drove away very fast. <laughs> yeah, you ran. Was that was so weird. <laughs> and dark VW Beetle. It must be a marathon I runner. Won't... I took your plate number down just for funsies. <laughs> um, please contact me. We both know there was some... Did this guy go to the Metallica concert? Oh, my what? God. Holy fuck. Well, that was our little foray back to disconnections, uh, and hey, you know, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was not bad. That's, it's uh, In my mind, it's the same guy in every ad. It really is. In <laughs> every ad. Uh, let's read some of these questions, because goddamn, we have a lot of them. Let's do it. All right, first one. Would you would you rather be pegged by Ray the Bouncer, Sean Duty, or Geppetto? Oh my god. Um none. None? Yeah. Do I must I pick one? People never put the conditions in like am I being dangled over a lava pit? Is there a gun to my head? Am I being tortured? Am I like Bebe being you're slamming my toes into mush? You guys gotta fucking um, you gotta step up your uh your scenario game. Yeah, come on. Come on. Um uh I'm gonna say uh none. actually no, that's not the none. fun answer. Sucking fun. chest wound. Uh Having done pegging, it is, uh, I'm not going to say it's a labor of love. It's it's okay. With the right person, it can be wild. But, um, it's not, uh, not like the, like, not, not like the, the, your go-to, you know, thing. Doesn't sound great. No, Ray, I, you'd have to, Ray is a, is a round man. You'd have to get a, a large harness and that costs extra. He wouldn't know what to do. He would be very not down with it at all. He'd probably jump out the window the next day, because Ray is a, Ray's an old man. That's true. Sean Duty, uh, not athletic enough. Will get out of breath. Requires lots of hydration, <laughs> and would complain <laughs> water, and would complain a lot. No. There's an edit in the video where it's when it first starts, <laughs> where you just hear him go. I'm not going to drop it on purpose. I just have a tendency to drop things. <laughs> I talk about the camera. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Thanks for letting us know. That's anyway. Awesome. He was a really good sport. He was. We thank he Sean Diddy a lot for that because he was very much complaining uh, the whole time. But whatever. He but actually Diddy... he helped to make it less uh, tasteless. So it was going to be more tasteless, yeah. and we, we dialed it back at his request. <laughs> he definitely... <laughs> Yeah, he definitely tempered our uh, enthusiasm on that. Um, or Geppetto, our our friend from uh, the early episodes, who owns the uh, bike shop underneath the uh, above the coffee place in Philadelphia. I guess Geppetto. Yeah, fictional because, Geppetto. Yeah, although it's the smell. Ooh, no, I, none, none. I I throw myself into a fucking on a on a bed of coals and die slow. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what a terrible way to die. Um, next one. Fuck yeah. 
I'm way on board the Queensryche chain, train thanks to the drive. Hell You're welcome. Yeah. My God, we haven't talked about our man Jeff in a long That's time. That's true. I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. Uh, I should actually look it up right now. So, but if you, okay, I want, okay, we're going to play a game. You want to play a game? Yes. You guess what he's up to, and then I will confirm or deny. Okay. <clears throat> he is stuck in an airport because he was trying to fly to Brussels, but didn't have proper clearance. He was trying to fly to Brussels to make Kiki. <laughs> Little Bo Grites there. Uh, uh, that sounds very feasible. Uh, my phone just died. So Son of a bitch. That's okay. All right. Bad game. Yeah. Bad, <laughs> bad guy. I should probably charge my phone at some point in my life. Uh, Jeff Tate is probably on tour in some forgettable shithole city. I I'm think that's say. actually true because I think I saw something about like the 300th anniversary of uh, Mind Crime concerts. <laughs> 300 he has less than 100,000 likes on Facebook oh that's that's so sad Jesus God 80,000 likes Jeff Tate official and it's a photo of him in a fedora oh he dresses like the IT guy who's will not give up his goth career yeah that is really his thing he's got and they're really into chain wallets I don't get it I don't understand Oh yeah, no, he's in. Um, he's actually overseas. He's in some very Karlovy Vary. Like, where is he right now? Jesus, tonight he's playing uh, Czech Republic. I believe that. Yeah, tickets uh, thirty-five going, forty-nine interested. We just got one that just came in. When the fuck are you two gonna boss Justin Kisten doing the second conspiracy theory episode? I'll donate twenty dollars to his Uber GoFundMe. You all buy him dinner and get this happening. I'd love to. It'd be great. Yeah. He, we he, uh, we filmed at his house for two hundred, yeah. but he wasn't there. At his spread. Yeah, we were, we were I was all set to because he is deathly afraid of being photographed, but I wanted to like slowly get him into the uh <laughs> slowly get him into the uh video, but he was he had to work that night. Mysteriously had to work that night. Yep. <laughs> Which is probably him just driving around for hours. I see he probably just got an Airbnb around the corner and just stayed there. I wouldn't put it past him. Justin is, wears a coat of many colors uh, in terms of mental health. Um, don't we all? Uh, you got one? Yes. All right. Season's greetings. I live in a hmm. spacious one-bedroom apartment by myself and seldom have guests. Felt. Yet I only masturbate in the bathroom, sitting on the toilet, oh. not while making peeps and poops, to be clear. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with I don't you? know. Um, <laughs> I feel like it might have something to do with losing my virginity at an early age while sitting on a toilet, like I'm trying oh, to is... rectify that subconsciously. Thoughts? This is awesome. I, are you the person who's you caught his fucking parents fucking on the couch? I hope so. Fuck. I hope that was so funny. God. <laughs> Go cow! I don't know about go cowboys. Yeah, the go cowboys uh, really undercuts yeah, the earlier message. Though I guess it makes sense. You live in a one bedroom apartment by yourself. Yeah, if you lost your virginity on a toilet, perfect cowboys fan. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking probably like watching Troy Aikman fucking throw to uh, you know Alvin uh, Alvin Harper for for a two yard out. Oh, awesome! This is what sex is like. And also, Emmett Smith. Oh, you make me feel like Emmett Smith when we have sex. Yeah, I don't know what to do for this person. Um, you should try that other places, I guess. Uh, I would say I like to. Uh, I like to beat off in the bed. There in you my go. Bed. Wow, it's relaxing. Sometimes I come home, 
and I'm just like, I'm going to watch some fucking, uh, some great porn compilations, right? Uh, watch that, get it going. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Don't overthink it. <laughs> it's, it's not ceremonial. No. You do when you fall asleep. Some, I used to be, when I was younger, I used to be crazy. I would get so worked up, I'd have to go like in a gas station bathroom and do it. Very bad. Now it's like I do it like because I'm having so much intercourse at the moment. God bless. I know it's really, really good. Did you do that um, thing that you said you weren't going to do? I did not. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, you helped me uh, pull out of that. Much like uh, you helped me pull a Sully Sullenberger <laughs> on that. So thank you. No, it was uh, not a good, not a good choice. Um. Uh, but. Thank you for saying it's a great pod. Um, I happen to agree with you. Thank you. Favorite song by Everclear? I don't know. I have no idea. I like the song where he says, and watch the world die. I honestly wow. don't know if I've ever heard an Everclear song. I mean, I must have, because like, at some point I watched like a late 1990s fucking like raunch comedy, so I'm sure there was at least one in there. But I don't know. <laughs> You don't. You're not familiar with the art artistry of Art Alexak- no. Alexakis. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play their top song on uh, on Apple Music and see if I know it. Let's see. All right. Um... Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know this song. You have to remember the song. Late 90s. Hold on. Watch the world die. I really don't think I've heard this song. Like, it sounds kind of familiar, but every song kind of sounds the same from this era. Yeah, they were really big. Like, super big. And then they weren't. They were kind of like... um, Yeah, I don't know any of this fucking shit. Well, they cover Santa Baby by... They cover Santa Baby by the Christmas song. They should kill themselves. Yep. Good drumming. Yeah. That has to be a bad drum machine. Alright, you gotta stop. This is fucking awful. I hate this song and this is garbage. Do you think that it is a an appropriate song for the time, much like people have been saying baby it's cold outside has been an inappropriate song? I cannot imagine where your life is at if you're feeling away about that right now. It's so strange. I like it it's a controversy so it. lost on me. It's wild. We are so bored as a, as a, as a nation, as a society. We are so fucking bored. Wild scene. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I always refer to there at some point in the world, somebody's getting their teeth fucking yeah. yanked out of their head. Somebody's, somebody's just watched their, their child who they fucking raised and went to bed thinking about for eight years, watched their child get shot in the head. Yeah, like washed no down reason. a fucking flooded river plain. Yeah, somebody just got the shit blown out of him. Um, but hey, you know, that, that's, that pales in comparison to um, 
uh, someone said something I don't like. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love that those are the major capital M problems, capital P in our in our society in Western culture. Like we are, so, we are uh, not not oppressed in the least. Yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> Sorry, we just aren't. Uh, it's fine until this place becomes Yugoslavia, which might happen. It's we might uh, leaning. We might plunge headlong into the second world where, like, you're waiting on a bread line, but you're still wear like, designer jeans because, like, you're in that weird transitional period <laughs> where we used to have money and now we don't. Yeah, I'm Love so excited. That. Venezuela officially hit 1 million percent inflation this week. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> God it's damn. such a fucked scene. It's wild. Love it. Yeah, so, like, you know, just realize that you're, you're, uh, you've got heat and you've got, uh, internet and you have a netflix account and i think you're doing all right what's not well, maybe let's not worry about everything football i don't like if you don't like football don't watch it whatever <laughs> i don't know why i talked about football yeah that, that went a weird um, way somebody said uh well, let's see wow this is actually a really nice one how's it andrew just wanted to say thank you for the hours and hours literal hours and hours of content I just moved to New York, and I've been feeling a bit off and out of place. As a result, I found myself starting from the beginning and having the podcast to listen to. Keep Me Company has been a big help. Hope for 300 more. No problem. That's the plan. Also, bring back Ronnie Gitto. Ronnie Would Gitto. love to. Ronnie Gitto, me and Ron Sturgis are, uh, we're going to go, we're playing in a band called Smuggler's Jewel. <laughs> and, uh, just want to let you know, we're going to, we're not recording or nothing, but we're playing... Uh, we're playing at the Lamplighter. Uh, it's going to be great. I'll be uh, there, Ron. At, yeah, Saturday we're playing up George's Place for Steaks. And then we're uh, f- uh, at uh, on Sunday we're playing Pat Russo's One More Grill in Fort Edward. So if you, can't, do you, ain't, you ain't gonna, if you ain't, ain't going to see us tonight, then you, you better see us uh, Saturday. If you don't see us Saturday, then you got no excuses. There, uh, and if I, see, if I don't see you uh, Sunday... Next time I see you, there's the fucking door, bud. <laughs> I'm so glad he's back. Here's Ronnie Ghetto. Ronnie Ghetto and my friend Wingo, who works at Domino's. Domino's, I drive. You know what? Best car that Chevy ever made is a fucking Chevy Savette. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. <laughs> wrong. I love the dialect where it's like, prove me wrong. wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong in that. Prove me wrong in prove me wrong in that. Like when I love when people who are product of the Glens Falls City School System try to sound intelligent. They're like, "Prove me wrong in that." Yeah, that's a weird thing. <laughs> prove me wrong in that. God damn it. God damn uh, fool you. Like, late uh, late entry. This is uh, actually a very uplifting question. These aren't really questions. These are just accolades. People definitely miss us. Because people just said, you guys are, are my favorite pieces of shit. Never change. That's great. I love it. Love it. I'm glowing right now. We got one here that says, BBW and Double Back were so fucking funny <laughs> that I almost lost consciousness. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Wow. I, uh, wow. It would be great. It would be better if you did. Yeah, it'd be really and good. Like... And you like, got a bill in the mail because you hit your head on the coffee table. <laughs> be awesome. Hans, Adderall is not your friend. Uh, thanks. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Way like, to, to, thanks, Doc. Way to, way to bring it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, fucking uh, Trapper John. Uh, 
<laughs> what is it, Hawkeye Pierce? Yeah, all right, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Hawkeye Pierce. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. You guys know if you don't release an episode for a month, Apple suspends notifications, right? What the fuck? Don't be lazy. Shut up. Oh, wow. Shut, fucking shut your face. You might be right. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know what? If you're still using Apple Podcasts, you deserve to not get notifications. Break your own fingers <laughs> off your hand. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> Please uh, donate to the Patreon. My partner and I are on vacation slash scouting out whether we should move to L.A. Um, I can answer that question. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and on Sunday, we overheard some people talking about overnight drive in a place where I paid $13 for eggs. Wow. Just thought you should know. XOXO, Sarah and David. Wow. Cool. That's nice. I I, uh, I couldn't imagine what they were talking about, but great. I hope they were saying nice things. Yeah, that'd be cool. Not like, oh, how are we going to fucking bring this, like, bring these guys down? How are we going to know if the Apple spends their notifications? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I only know because Apple tells me to do things. Uh... Um. This may have already been covered, but what gear do you use? That's actually, I'm surprised nobody's ever actually asked this question. Yeah. What gear do you use? The first episodes were rough. Fuck you. Um, I, I would agree then, with that. But you started to sound great around episode 100, which is true. Uh, now you're consistently one of the best sounding podcasts. Um, what's the secret? Well, um, I use a the podcast... Uh, Podcast Gold Standard Microphone, the Shure SM7B. And it has a some sort of device yeah, that like I plug in. Fat head or some shit. Fat head, which uh, builds the games. And it's a great little device that I recently lost and then found. Much to, uh, like that's when we we were so I was so happy. You were so happy about yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> Goes into a, a focus right. Uh let's see here. Focusrite 2i4 interface into my uh, old Dell laptop, and I'm recording on uh, Audacity. Uh, I am on an RE20 going into... I'm actually using uh, something new. I'm using an iRig Stomp IO since I was... Uh... I was recording Whoa. a bunch of guitar, so I've I've got it's going into that. I usually go into an Apogee one, and then I am recording on Reaper. <laughs> the trick is just just record lower like you don't need to fucking smack the top of your meter every single time you talk record it right. like negative 12 negative 18 peak you're, you're fine just exactly. you can crank it up later that's all you need you can yeah you can you can definitely with sound you can definitely boost but if you're too loud you can't bring it back down yeah. you can't once it's recorded once the once the bullets out of the gun Here's, here's a little little secret for everyone recording at home who's just getting into it now. They always say you turn up the gain until whatever you're recording is it hits zero, which is true, but zero mm. on an analog board is not zero in a computer. Zero in a computer is negative 18. So when you record digitally and you record your shit... So it's almost fucking peaking and and uh and fucking like distorting out. Uh you're recording way too loud and your shit sounds terrible. When you're doing that shit, we've got news for you. You're an asshole. Yeah, that's that's you you should hang yourself. You um, should honestly take take the cable that's attached to your mic tie tie the end, the one end to um like a like a table, like a heavy table. 
Um, and then tie the other end around your neck and jump out of your second story window. So you just run. Just run as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah, like you're a kid pulling out a tooth, only you're ending your life. Or you know what you do? Uh, get your belt. Everybody has a belt, right? It's really easy. Just put it uh, around your neck and then tie the long end to a doorknob and lean forward. It'll be great. Yeah, that's what Robin Williams did, and he slowly killed himself. It's very morbid. Why are we talking yeah, about we've this? Yeah, been, we've been urging people Thank to kill themselves for... <laughs> all episode. It's called projecting. We both want to die yeah. so bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to... Uh, all right. Um, how do you fix carelessness? My partner is careless with everything. Laundry dishes, bills, etc. I am essentially now the substitute mom and I can't fix it. Should I give up and be alone instead? Sure. Yeah, I don't I don't have an answer for this. I don't know. I find I that shit so aggravating when people do fucking a half ass job of things. I think if you're wow that's shocking you've stuck with me this long. <laughs> um <laughs> my God. King of half ass. Um uh I think if you're using the term substitute mom that's not that great. Is, that is proof positive that you've been complaining to your friends and they have been telling you, well, you're like the substitute mom now. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't get to that ugly part, even if it's not. Don't get to that ugly part in a relationship where you're resentful. Yeah. Uh, that, that's. I remember reading a thing once that they said that the resentment is the one thing that like will break a couple. Like everything else you can fix, but like once yeah. resentment sets in, forget it. You're, you're done. Totally. So, yeah, go be alone. You know what you do? If he's, well, you said he's really irresponsible, so he's probably not at work all the time. <laughs> when he's, when he's uh, barbacking on the weekends or something, I don't know, just clean all your shit out and leave. Be like, thanks for the memories. Uh, it was, uh, it was okay. You know, right. It was real. It was uh, fun, but it wasn't real fun. And uh, hopefully this is a lesson to change your socks more. Maybe get a bed frame. Actually, do the dishes on both sides when you do yeah, them. Just get a, You don't have to get a. You don't have to get a, a an expensive vacuum. Just get a little vacuum. You'll be fine. <coughs> okay. All right. A couple more. Yeah. Why not? What else have we got? You go for it. I gotta drink water. All right. Some of these are obnoxious. We'll uh, we'll jump around a little bit. Uh, how much Patreon money do I have to give to guest on the drive? Uh, 20 bucks. You know what? You make a Patreon alternative and uh, you can be on the drive. How about that? Yeah, there you go. You, you've been on your mission. Boom. Yeah. Um, I'm off mall reviews and on to national park reviews in Google. My favorite so far is this one-star review of the Grand Canyon. Too deep for my liking, zero soup. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check that out. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll give that, that a shot. Zero soup. Wow, you'd expect... Oh, God. I don't think I want soup in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, why would you want soup there? It's so strange. Too deep for my liking. Wow. Jesus Christ. Let's read a nice one okay. and finish it up. Howdy, guys. Been listening since the first episode. Fell off for a while, about a year ago. Thanks. Uh, just caught back up a few weeks back. What an emotional roller coaster. Just wanted Was to save it? the show. Well, I, 
I guess. I mean, I guess. I guess it's been um, a wild year. All right. It's been a wild. It's been a wild couple of years. Yeah. It's uh, just wanted to say that the show has gotten me through a ton of weird times over the past few years, and say thanks for that. You're welcome. I remember Hans talking at length about the promise ring in an episode way back. I don't think I talked at length. But, <laughs> uh, specifically, the song "A Picture Postcard" being a cover. I'd love to hear the original, and I can't find it anywhere. Please help. All right. So, Picture Postcard is a cover of a band called Spanish Churches. That was a short-lived Chicago band, pop band. And it is next to impossible to find any of their stuff. I remember hearing an MP3 on mp3.com once, because I did the same search. And this is how long ago it was, mp3.com. And I found it. And somebody had digitized it, and then somebody got rid of it. I literally think you just have to go to Chicago and ask, like, at record stores and be like, Spanish churches. It's not even on Discogs. It's super, super, super rare. Weird. And uh, uh, Promise Ring has never really uh, mentioned much about Spanish churches. Although when they play that song live, they'd say this is a Spanish churches cover. So um, good luck. Happy hunting. Digitize and, um, it when you find it. Yeah. I mean, I won't listen it. to it, but I'm sure somebody will. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, uh, it's a pretty nerfy song, man. So uh, I'm not into that anymore. I'm into hardcore. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. We're going to start doing an all like a hardcore podcast, I think, in the next couple that's weeks. That's where the money is. Yeah. It's, uh, blood is worth more than love in this materialistic world. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying hardcore lyrics. But try to string them together as a whole episode. That would be great. Uh, who should you we? Know. Who should we? You know when like so fucking Bravo puts out Top Chef and it's like, all right, well I see this caught on, and then the Food Network drops Chopped, and you're like, this is kind of the same thing, just like a little different though, but it's the same. Uh, who should we have on our clearly axe to grind uh, competitor hardcore podcast? <laughs> Oh God! Like as a guest? No, we we gotta have another. Uh, we gotta have another person. If we're if oh, if we're doing Jorge it mostly from, the same. Oh, dude! Jorge from Marauder. Perfect. Yeah. All we'll right. Pick him up. We'll, we'll pick him up at a at the fucking White Castle he works at in uh, Crown Heights. Excellent. And be like, hey man. He's like, oh, how much am I gonna get paid for this? Ah, uh, now like, nothing. Dude, oh, but you sung "Blood Is Worth More Than Love" in this materialistic world. You sung all about greed and look, man. Uh, you're supposed to uh, hardcore is for life, and you're supposed to believe what you say. And if you're talking about greed, like hello, and just talk to him like that the whole time, like really super good. talking down to him. That'd be a good podcast, like a hard get, get like old hardcore guys and just talk down to them about their <laughs> lyrics. Be like, you said uh, this, and now, like, would I talk in that voice the whole time? <laughs> It'd be great. Be like, you said you are the master killer, but uh, how many people have you killed? Wow, I, I bet the answer rhymes with hero. I would like you're not. episode 202 to be same format as this but with no explanation it's you me and every person from biohazard oh yeah great episode be good evan seinfeld yo what's up this is evan seinfeld from biohazard 
you're listening to Overnight Drive. I'm going to cut a bunch of fake bumpers. That's a great That's idea. Like I'm, I'm quite certain I could find the real Evan Seinfeld walking around somewhere. Yeah. What's up? This is Overnight Drive. We're, intro- we're introducing a new style. We're demonstrating our style for 2019. We got some weed. We got fucking Jenny Gestapo coming in a little while, man. We're entering, bringing everyone into the fold tonight, man. It's going to be live, man. We got a call-in number, 1-800-SUCK-MY-DICK. <laughs> What's up, man? I got a sack full of money. I got bitches waiting for me downstairs, and I'm drunk as fuck. Satan knows, say, Satan knows, Satan knows, man. That was a really good one. Yo, listen to that fucking beat down. Yo. We ain't, no, we ain't like any of them fruity podcasts that we're doing, but it's all about love, though. <laughs> it's all love. At the end of the day, hardcore's all about love, exchange of ideas, and also that one time in 1994 when the... When this guy tried to steal my girl, and I haven't fucking forgot about that shit, though, because that shit fucking lasts forever. Forgive, never forget. That's what I fucking say, dude. You know what I mean? I wrote a fucking, I wrote like 10 fucking mad songs about that shit back in the day, dude. Don't even fucking matter none anymore. I played uh, fucking Fest with Rick to Life, and I'm like, you know, fuck that, dude. First of all, it's fucking total herb now. Dude shaved his head, shaved his dreadlocks. <laughs> Fuck, he's so stupid, dude. I got a girlfriend. We got a baby on the way. All I want to do is make fucking music with my fucking friends, dude. And I got all these people on my back about money. Bosses breathing down my neck and I work at a rubber factory. <laughs> they won't let my they won't let me wear my fucking construction gloves at the airport. This shit's fucking so, you know, this whole world is all about chaos and confusion right now, dude. You know, they won't let me make my dirt bike street legal, so I gotta ride it at night. And that's really inconvenient when it's my weekend to take the kids. Jesus Christ. (laughs) good. (laughs) Really inconvenient when it's my weekend to take my young child, Mm. who I've made listen to hardcore since he was in my baby mama's belly we got one of those like things you could hook up and she put like, like nice music a, in and then radio shack pillow turn. speaker yeah <laughs> it was my turn to get the disc man i put fucking demonstrating my style and then the baby started kicking dude hardcore from the beginning i there's no father more proud than me except for maybe joe jackson yeah, maybe yeah, maybe. Jesus. Okay, this has been 201. <laughs> Spin kicks, dude. Fucking picking up change. Pizza maker. Uh, do you... I'm sorry. You, I, I gotta snap out of you, it. I, I, you, you go dead-eyed when you do those voices. You become that person for a little while. <laughs> I really do. I should just act. I should try acting. Um, RhetoricCoffee.com. Let's give them a quick shout-out. I received my Rhetoric Coffee today. And my roommates are so happy because they've been drinking Rhetoric Coffee like there's no tomorrow. They've been up for days. That's great. Rhetoric Coffee, here's the thing. The coffee's great, 
And you can sign up for it. It's a subscription service. Every two weeks, you get coffee right to your door. It doesn't cost that much, but the, uh, the coffee tastes like a million bucks. But you're not going to spend a million bucks on this coffee. You're only going to spend, eh, like, a few bucks. And it's going to be great. shows up to your uh, door or your office every two weeks, and people wonder, what's in that box? Red or coffee, what's in that box? Wow. It's easily one of the best. Really fucking stepped up your game there. That's not bad. All right. And that was all off top. God damn. All right. So Adderall, Adderall is my friend. Cool. So there. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> what do you have to promote? Nothing. I never have anything to promote. Nothing is exciting. It's uh, We live in a world of pain, and I just hope I can get my dirt bike street legal. <laughs> I hope I can get my dirt bike street legal so I can, uh, you know, because it's really inconvenient, especially when it's my weekend at my child. Who? What would be the child's name? Um, uh, probably like Jeter. Yeah, you think so? I don't know. It'd be like something no. super normal. But like uh, Terry. Jeter. Jeter. <laughs> Manny. Manny Pacquiao. <sighs> Fuck. This is my kid, cop shoot cop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, cop shoot cop, get the fuck back here. What the fuck you doing over here? <laughs> you bring your, bring your kid to a bar. Oh, I told you not to leave the fucking bar. Jesus Christ. Yo, the funny thing is, though, dude, his, his fucking mother's the same way. When she wants to go, she wants to go. You gotta stop. <laughs> we Sorry, have to. I, must, I have to get off this podcast. I must stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. We'll be back next week. Let's actually record next week. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, I would love it. I'd love nothing. I'm gonna more. make. Really? Uh, I'm gonna make a, a Google Calendar invite <laughs> for Please. us. Please. We just need. Yeah, because we need. I need something like to ping me and be like. Don't forget you don't yeah. don't fall into an emotional weird spiral at five o'clock in the afternoon. You know you get to record at eight. Yes, that oh that happened to me today, and I pulled out of it Good like job. Sully Sullenberger. Third Sully reference. God damn, killing it here. You know, you know I um I got a weird call from Sully the other day. Oh, Just want to tell you real quick. So we've been texting back and forth, and then I got busy at work, <clears throat> and then uh, I got a call from Sully, and I was like, hey, and he's like, uh. Uh, did you read my text? Fucking, this has been and I said, uh, and I said uh, no, I'm, I'm busy. He's like, I'm gonna need you to read my text and call me back. <laughs> I need. I forgot that I didn't get it in. So Fucking it in. Jesus! Bye, y'all. All right, bye.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.